Cool. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 12 of the Living Time podcast. It's your bi-weekly podcast for everything gaming, comics, video games, the like. I am joined by Mr. Demi Harper. Yo, yo, yo. How's How you it going, y'all? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. And I'm here with also Mr. Tega. How you doing? I'm all right. This sun is blinding yeah, you, bro. Yeah. It's like it's like you know in Dragon Ball Z where Tia goes stole the flare from <laughs> 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 blinding your face. Oh yeah. Back in, back in the day, those those uh, little gimmicks are actually effective. You know when Tien was doing this tribe beam against Imperfect Cell and he's just like knocking him down for five episodes. <laughs> Big um, yeah. He's doing it like a five million times. Yeah, even though he was mad weak compared to Cell, he was actually <laughs> useful in a sense. Now it's just <laughs> they're in the whole other galaxy. Nah, he yeah, oh yeah, I didn't even say ages, my name, Seth. My name's Elijah. If you don't know, it's known as yeah, the Green Ghost. I know, in it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all right, man. Um, cool. How's that? Let's go right with you guys. What's new with you guys? Um, I have, I have something. Basically, I've got try, I've been trying to get my girlfriend into like the Marvel films, and um, I've been talking about it for ages. She's always been like kind of gunning me, just being like, "Yeah, you you loser, just just watch it. You're your superhero films, yeah." So my so Maya and I were like sitting in the room, and then we we're talking about like the because I watched One Division while she was there, and she had no clue what was going on, and. Um, she was just like, why is this? Who's this red guy? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was just like, look, you have to watch, mm-hmm. you have to watch the films to, to understand what's going on. So we convinced her to, we we're like, okay, we'll put, put on one film for you. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. So we put on Iron Man. Um, and then she really, she really likes Iron Man. So I'll be taking her through like, we've just finished phase one. We watched Avengers last night. So last night we watched them. Um, we watched Captain America and then Avengers on the same evening. Um, and then she really likes Avengers. She was gassed watching Avengers. <laughs> Proper gassed. Right. So she kind of gets so she's it She's never now. watched Avengers? She's never watched it. She ne- the only one she's right. watched, um, she's only watched Black Panther. Wow. wow. And Black Panther is fine because it's not really related to everything else, really. You can watch it by itself and still know what's going on. But everything else, she hadn't, like, she hasn't watched them before. So I think she she feels like she has watched Avengers before, but she hadn't watched the other films. So it was just like she she was like, "Who are these? What's going on?" But she couldn't remember anyway. So when we watched it yesterday, she could she was like putting all the characters together. And as for me, when I'm watching them, it's like I'm watching a TV series. So um, mm. it's interesting watching them back to back. But with the order we're doing it, it's more it's more or less the release order rather than chronologically because like. I don't think chronologically it would work. So we're doing it by like so. mm, it's it's no, when you do it by the way it was released, because that means you have to watch Captain was... America first, and yeah. then you have to watch Captain Marvel first, and then the quality of the films will be fluctuating. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, whereas when certain characters are introduced, like I think that's why it's important to watch Iron Man first because he introduces the whole kind of tone of everything. Because if you go and watch Captain Marvel first, it's going to be like, okay, when you watch Captain Marvel, because it has Nick Fury and stuff, and then it's like, oh, the part with the cat scratching his eye and all that kind of stuff. It just, you, you won't really appreciate it as much because some of these films have callbacks to other films. So watching them as like their intended, as they were released, is actually, the order they released them was actually quite smart, actually, 
because of the post credits, like they showed the post credits and then the next film was related to those post credits or they'll introduce certain characters in yeah. certain films and then you watch a film related to that. But it's not going to be exactly the same. So like the Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 one straight after each other. Um, but more or less, you can watch them how they were released. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what's new with me, really. That's cool, man. <laughs> I'm glad that she's, she's picking up. Yeah, she's what? picking up bit by bit. She thought um she she th- thought um Nick Fury was Morpheus. She just saw a black guy. <laughs> She's like, why is Morpheus in this? I'm like, it's not even the same actor. I remember when he was on the news and they were like, you know, when there's Samuel Jackson on the news and they were saying, you know, what was it like playing Morpheus and being in the Matrix and leaving such a legacy? He was just like, you 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 think I played Morpheus? You think any black man on TV is the same person? You think I'm Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, he got yeah he got clowned for that. He was so embarrassed. Yeah, he he thought he was Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, but they don't even look the they same. They don't even look alike. Yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. They don't even look thing. alike. But they're both not, their mannerisms Negroes. are completely different as well. Huh? Their mannerisms are completely different. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you know how um? Before we move on, um, how Samuel Jackson got this is what I heard anyway on a YouTube thing called Fact Fiend, and he was talking about oh, how yeah, Samuel how Jackson got, got the role. Of yeah, because they did the they did the Ultimates first, isn't it? And it yeah. just looked like him. Yeah, no, they did. They actually did it based off his character, based off Samuel Jackson, so much that in, in the comic, <laughs> in the Ultimates comics, um, they actually said, "Oh, you look a lot like Samuel Jackson in the comics." And then um, some, they, didn't, they didn't realize that Samuel Jack Samuel L. Jackson would, was like a comic book reader, so he picked up one of the comic books. I was reading it, and he was just like, "Wait, is this me?" Yeah, so he they called stole, him, They basically yeah, stole his image, they stole his likeness. So yeah. they, they were going to get in a lot of trouble. So he said, "Okay, so basically, if you don't want to get in a lot of trouble, put me in your films, put me in the Marvel films." And that's right. why he's in like most of the films. <laughs> that reminds me of Balrog and Mike Tyson. <laughs> they essentially did the same thing to the yeah. point where they even made made his name similar. They called him he was originally M. Bison. M. Bison. Yeah. So you know, Mike Bison basically. So yeah, they didn't want to get in trouble and then they yeah. moved it. Um they did a similar thing with Diddy Kong as well. It's still Bison in Japan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Borg. Don't they call him uh, Boxer in um, Borg is Vega? Yeah, yes, yeah, well, yeah. Vega. Vega is Bison. Yeah, it's yeah. so different there. <laughs> yeah, it depends who you are. Some people call him Bison Vega. Some people call him Dictator. And then people <laughs> call either Barrock Boxer, which is such a dead name, man. Like, they call him Boxer. It's just not... <laughs> I hate calling him... I refuse to call him Boxer. At <laughs> least give him a... Hmm? It's probably just not a popular character in Japan. Not really. So no. It's kind of like mid tier when it comes to popularity. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's like based off one of those beat 'em up games, like Final Fight or something, <laughs> where they have the generic fight, the generic enemies, where it's like boxer or something. Yeah. He's he's the only guy that has a name like as generic as that. Everyone knows it's <laughs> they actually have names. either actual name or just yeah. Weird, weird. I mean, then again, there's some people called 12 in it, so yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but that makes sense. Isn't 12 like a weird Android thing? Yeah, but he's a Mokujin now mm-hmm. in the latest one. 
Might as well yeah, exactly. Yeah. Might as well talk about the latest update to um to Street Fighter. Um Elijah, you you know more about it, so you should probably lead on this one. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. So essentially they've released the uh, it was people think or there were rumors that there was gonna be like a new critical art. Um because you know you got your super, they they wanted to add another super similar to um Street Fighter Four. That's what the rumors right. were. So everyone's like that kind of sucks. But then they just came totally out of left field and introduced like a new um defensive mechanic called V Shift. So yeah. if you know if you play Street Fighter Four, you know if you play that like a decent level, if you know the fundamentals, you know that there's something called like um an invincible backdash, which is kind of like a pretty good defensive option. But in Street Fighter Five, they don't really have that. They have V reversals, which is essentially the only defensive mechanic that you have. So if your character doesn't have an invincible um reversal, you know, like a um EX sure you can then yeah. Then you're gonna suffer when you once they start putting pressure on you. So I think they've introduced the V shift, which kind of is everyone has it. So it's a, a brand new defensive option. So it kind of changes the entire balance of the game because now you can't just spam certain moves like frame traps and things like that. Certain moves that you can always do to kind of apply pressure. So yeah. it does open up a whole new avenue to the game. It's essentially a new game. You might as well call it Street Fighter Five Point Five or something because. <laughs> It kind of changes the whole dynamic of it to the point where I actually want to probably want to get back into it because now you can defend. Now it's not like oh yeah, well, <laughs> if your character doesn't have an invincible ex, then if if they if or if they don't have a free frame, then boy, you, you you're kind of screwed if you get knocked down in it. Um, especially yeah. with some characters like Akuma, they'll they'll bully you all day. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they've introduced and everyone's like, oh right, okay, now this opens up new avenues and stuff. So it'll be interesting what happens. Um. But we'll see. They probably don't even need Street Fighter Six for the next two, three years. Yeah, you know, because everyone has to get new, new. Everyone has to get used to the new balance system and everything. But yeah, it's quite exciting. That um, but we'll see how that goes. I Isn't think it last, comes um, into play like next ten days. It's the last season. Yeah, it's the last season. Yeah. Who do you season think the last character is going to be then? Because it's just, got Dan Rose, Akira, um. Yeah, what's Oro. his name? Oro. Oro, um, yeah, the the hermit. Um, Twelve. And I hope, I hope is, I hope is Dudley. I really want it to be Dudley. <laughs> Haven't they added Dudley? Oh, uh, because he's, huh? Haven't they added him already? No. Nah. Ah. They've got Barrow, but they haven't got Dudley. Everyone was hoping for Dudley, but I, it'll either be, I think it'll either be Dudley or Lena. Um, but that's not going to come to like. Next summer or something, next fall. Oh, no, no, so not next fall. This, yeah, it's not for a while. Like the, the next card isn't isn't going to come up for a while. Um, okay, but yeah, we'll see. But hopefully, it's done because Dudley's like one of my. He was one of my favorite characters in Street Fighter Four. So it's like I play Barrow because he's a boxer, but I, I prefer Dudley's style. So if he comes out, I'll be happy. But I don't, I don't that's know. what we'll used to use in Street Fighter Four. Hmm? You used to use Dudley all the time. Yeah, but I used it, that was in Street Fighter Third Strike. Mm, I liked okay. it. it. Was a lot more technical. Actually, seen like a actual boxer. Borok <laughs> was just yeah. He was a boxer, but he was just he was really rough. he was rough in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't about technique. It was I didn't just really power. see much. Yeah, I didn't see much variation in his attacks. Whereas with Dudley, like he had like a lot of counters and and like fast jabs and. 
Like these are all parts of his moves. Whereas Bullrock, I, I couldn't tell like if he did like I couldn't tell any of his moves. He was just dashing across the screen, just punching. He <laughs> was like, yeah, Doug, you can tell Balrog is a pretty easy moves. character to pick up. Like Balrog and Kami, they're easy characters to pick up. They're they you know what I mean? There's, there's the no real. Yeah, there's yeah, there's this one Kami plays like them all. Like you play one Kami, you play them all. You play one Balrog, you play them all. Yeah. Um, with Dudley, like especially with Shifa Four, which is so difficult because they had like one frame links, so you have to be really precise with your inputs. Whereas Street Fighter Five, it's three frames, so you've got a little bit of a leeway. There's buffers, there's buffers, there's option selects and stuff like that. So yeah. it's a lot. It's a very easy game to mm, easy easier game to pick up compared to four. You know, right. when it comes to four, like you have to put the time in because the input, the the execution is um, the level of execution is really high. But Street Fighter Five, mm. I mean, I can do combos like uh, the combos I can do in five, I can never do in four. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's all of them ones. Speaking of which, I wonder how precise. difficult. Yeah, proper precise. Yes, yeah, so I want I want to know how King of Fighters and um, Guilty Gear if they if they have like a high execution. Yeah. Uh, but, I need, um, yeah, I'm really interested in playing. I might get Guilty Gear. Like, that looks really good. It looks good, yeah. So I think the beta's... Yeah. When's the beta coming out? A couple of weeks, I think. Yeah. I'll wait till That's the beta comes Xbox. out because I'm, I'm not sure. Hmm? Xbox fans were upset because it's not coming out on... I think it's exclusive to Sony. <laughs> Oh, again, swear, safe. <laughs> that's that's They did the same with Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, that's why I think Street Fighter 6 or the next Street Fighter that comes out will be multi platform. Yeah, but the issue with because the, the, what's basically come out is that Xbox gamers don't buy their games because of Game Pass. So they when a game gets released, oh. they would wait until it comes out on Game Pass before they buy it, before they actually play it, mm. which is the problem, which is one of the problems you have with like subscription style um things. It's just like with movies as well. Like you no one bought no one bought by what's that what's that film with that had Will Smith? It wasn't a good film, but it was um all you know, all these films that get like released just onto Netflix. And I think you can buy them. But for the most part, they get released on Netflix. No one buys those films because you can just watch them on Netflix, for instance. Yeah. And so that's what happens yeah. a lot of the time um, with some games. And so some companies are just like, why am I going to put my game on Game Pass or put it on your... Why am I going to put it on Xbox platform when people don't buy their game? People you, people aren't going to buy the game. Whereas on Sony, mm. you have to buy the game. That's why I like games like Hitman 3... Hitman 3 sold like but those have a similar system they have um, PlayStation because, now for example if I, I got my PS5 and they have like the um the live service what's it called PS I don't know it's, I can't remember what it's actually PlayStation called. Plus so I can play yeah that's the PlayStation Plus I can play a multitude of old like you know classic games that I hadn't had them up no that's on PlayStation Now yeah, PlayStation Now you can so play I can play that um, Persona 5 God Uh, isn't it kind of the, the same thing? No, so that's I think Xbox is even more expensive. That's the only that's only for PlayStation Five. So with PlayStation Five, you get the PlayStation Collection, which gives you a lot of those like really good games that came out on PlayStation Four. That's just really. I feel like they only did that just to hold you down until they start releasing games on PS Five, like like just for PS Five. Um, but um, 
Yeah, because it's nothing Xbox's to play version. really. <laughs> yeah, Xbox's version is Xbox Game Game Pass, which they put all of their game, all of their studios that every time they release a game on their studios. So even like when now that they're, they're getting Bethesda, all their games are going to come out on Game Pass as soon as it comes out on the shops. It's going to come out on Game Pass straight away, so they can play those games straight away just by joining the subscription service, just like how just like with Netflix. The issue is no one's going to buy those games because they're just going to come out on a subscription service, which is fine for Microsoft because Microsoft yeah. is a, they, they have a lot of money so they can continue funding money into the, into their own studios like Bethesda, like Obsidian Games or wherever. They can just funnel the money there. Whereas like third party developers, they are not going to be so keen on just putting their games on Game Pass. Well, what happens is Microsoft will pay to put their games on Game Pass, but it's, I'm sure for them, they're thinking, if it's a popular game, they're probably thinking, I want to, I want people to buy my game so I can actually get the money from that. Um, and that's probably what happened with Guilty Gear. Because this is like, like literally Hitman 3 sold really well on the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 did not sell very well on Xbox because you can see that they're pretty much waiting for it to come out on Game Pass or they just have other games that they're going to rather they'd rather play they and that's what happens when you have like a big selection of games is like you don't really want to pay for anything you get a bit weird with when it comes to paying for games Sony doesn't really have that problem because they don't have a subscription service like that as of now but yeah, so Guilty Gear is not coming out on Xbox anytime soon. Not even PC. <laughs> I think it will probably come out on PC because PC is different. Um, like a lot of a lot of um, developers are now supporting PC, PC gaming, um, which is good for for them. So it probably it will probably come out on PC, but it just won't come out on Xbox. Okay. Well. I have a PlayStation, so I'm, feel, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not like Tegra, that's like Galactus, just getting all the... All the I mean, you collect them and you probably you hardly play any games on the system. Like, how many games have I played on the PS4? I I'm still playing on PS4 games. Because I enjoy I, them, I've still got things to to finish. I've got games that I haven't touched in years, I just, they're just they're there. Um, so I've funny. got a lot of time playing to I was playing a game called Man Eater, which came out on PlayStation Plus, like, I think for the, for the month of December, it was a free game. And basically, it's a game where you're a shark and you just basically, <laughs> it's it's really fun though, but you're a shark and just basically, oh, there's a whole storyline and everything, but you evolve your shark and then you basically become a Megalodon. By the end of it, you're like a Megalodon shark and you've evolved different parts of it so you can evolve like some parts that give you make your bone structure a lot stronger so when you hit people with your tail like they fly far or it makes you a lot more durable because you have um your your bones are basically sticking out of your skin or you can have another thing which gives you um which makes your it adds electrical components to you so every time you spin like you have like electric current coming out and you can shock like fish or humans alike and <laughs> it's, 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 it's 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 really supposed to be like a city game but it's actually some, some next echo the dolphin it reminded me of that but it is oh, it's yeah. quite it is quite fun <laughs> it is actually quite fun um yeah i've been playing a lot of my play i've been playing my ps4 ps5 quite a lot recently 
Okay. I remember Echo the Dolphin. That was weird. Like the super, the, the Sega Mega Drive one. Like the beginning, you don't even know what you're doing in that game. All the fish are running away. And then you have to swim somewhere. But I didn't know how to get to like the next level. They don't even tell you how to get to the next level. But you have to like use the momentum to jump over to jump over the wall. I couldn't figure it out as a kid. Like I didn't expect weird, children right? to figure that out, man. <laughs> I think at the end of the like because I had it on Dreamcast and I feel like aliens were part of the story. Or something. It's got really weird, yeah. <laughs> but again, I was a child, so I had no idea. I think I feel like I was more into the game just because it looked good for the time. Yeah. yeah. But I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Who ever thought of it? Like, let's pick a game, but make it about a dolphin. Right. If you're going to make a game about a dolphin, at least give it a, a decent plot that is <laughs> Oh, it is. Should we move on to the, um, to the main topic? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, um, as um, Elijah suggested... Um, it would be good to talk about like the Avatar series and um, and which one were you intending to for? Is it like Legend of Aang, Last Legend Airbender. of Korra, Last Airbender? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Last End. We can talk about Legend of. We've all watched it, right? Yeah, I, I think. Or should we just focus Aang. on? Um... Yeah, I watched it a long time ago, but I thought we were going to talk about Attack on Titan. No, not yet. We're, we're going to wait till it finishes. Because it's only got like two chapters left. That's in two months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a bi-weekly podcast, isn't it? So, <laughs> so it's cool. But yeah, um, what did you want to talk about in terms of like Legend of, I mean, The Last Airbender and stuff? Because did you rewatch it when, when um, the pandemic started? What, or me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I rewatched that. Yeah. Um, I don't even know why. I think it came out on Netflix. It came out, yeah. Um, Basically, yeah, it came out on Netflix. Top thing on Netflix. Yeah, when, so I um, thought lockdown happened. So I thought uh, I haven't really watched it from beginning to end. Right. I, I, and obviously, I know what's going on, um, but I've never kind of watched it from the start, from season one, yeah. where they find Ang, and then right. up until the end. So I thought, let me really watch that, and you know, kind of put everything together because you you miss some key parts when you don't watch it fully. Yeah. And then as I was watching, I was seeing like the foreshadowing of certain things and how one event leads to another, just kind of slowly putting them in into the storyline. And that's how I really appreciate how how well written it was. And, yeah. you know, especially with the characters and everything, you see um, Aang's development. Uh, you see everyone else, especially like Zuko's development as well. You see how he started as the guy who's just, he's just there to hunt the Avatar because he wants to reclaim his honour. Up until the end, it's like, yeah, I can, you know, like, honor, just seeking honor from other yeah. people is the most important thing. It's kind of like doing what's right. And you, but you just kind of see that progression. Um, but yeah, that, and when, yeah. I, when I actually finished it, and I was like, yeah, this, this is actually probably one of the best cartoons I've ever watched in terms of the storyline and everything. <laughs> even, even that, to, and the way how clever they were in terms of, certain things because um, I, I don't know if you, you guys really knew like in Nickelodeon they weren't allowed to um, directly show a person's death so they used like, oh, that's way ways because like, well, <laughs> I died in it but like you 
Yeah. So like, and I didn't like basically come. Um, oh, okay, this is a. Bit, <laughs> I saw it's a spoiler, isn't it? Like, and dies bro, in it. Dude, everyone you know, watched it, bruv. You know. The, <laughs> Some depends. So Agda is embarrassing, say yeah. But when you're watching it, you're like, yeah, he's dead, right? But they don't actually directly say he died. They don't say yeah. When you, uh, I think it was an interview with one of the the writers that said, yeah, Ang died, but we couldn't actually say Ang died, you know, quite directly. So, or See, how the other happened, Avatar really, died. It, it didn't really Ang translate to me before. that he was dead. So, like, I guess it worked, <laughs> but I didn't really, I really didn't really think he was dead. Whereas, like, with um, what's his name, Rocket or whatever his name was, um, Jet, <laughs> Rocket, the Jets, when when he died, like, you could tell that that, that guy was yeah. dead, <laughs> but it didn't show his death. So he didn't say anything, but the way he died was like this. This guy, no, ain't no one surviving that. <laughs> yeah, we're really sure. Yeah. Well, it's, at the end of the day, it's Nickelodeon. Yeah, but he actually died as well. Yeah, Jet actually yeah. died in the series, but they didn't tell. Mm. Yeah, they, they didn't really need yeah, to exactly. They didn't really die because I was a bit confused, especially when. Yeah, especially with the consequences of Ang's death as well. Um, mm. You know, like the consequences they when they said before the um, you know when Ang is trying to master the Avatar state. And the guru says, no, no, yeah. no, sorry. Um, Ruka, um, not Ruka, what's his name? Um, I can't remember the avatar before. I can't remember his name for the life of me. I've just forgotten. The avatar before Ang, he says that if mm. you die whilst you're in the avatar state, the avatar cycle's lost yeah. forever, sort, sort of thing. Yeah. So then when Ang gets shot by Azula, you kind of see him losing his um, connection to the avatars. He's like, oh, okay, so is yeah. he dead, dead or something? And then when he comes back, again up until the end so it was I thought it was just a plot hole or something when I was just because they couldn't directly say that he was he actually died Mm. in it when I when I um, rewatched it I um, I remember like when I first watched it and I like really liked it as a kid but when I watched it again as an adult I was like "Eh, it only gets good in the third season. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for me, yeah. it only got it kind of only got really good in the third season when after after he well, kind of when when Zuko is back with his sister. Yeah. That's when it started getting good. But for me, it wasn't really like great until like Toph came in. Around that season. Mm-hmm. That's when it was just like next level. But like was before it was like three? I was I think that's season three. Um, um, but like the ones episodes before it uh, were just like, okay, they were cool for the time because there wasn't anything much like it in the kind of Western media. So like um, it was really cool at the time, but watching it again, I like, but the story was always good. Like the character progression and stuff like that. And the way that their world building was really good as well in terms of like the characters and showing the conflict and um, all their things that's why like legend of Korra didn't really match up to it because like they didn't have the amount of time to build that world um whereas it's legend of like with the last airbender like every like t- they took the time to develop the characters and how like how they how they get stronger the things that they learn and zuko's character progression is like one of the best things i've seen in like for, like cartoons like his progression is really really good i don't know Tiger, did you follow it much 
Avatar. Yeah. I did, but see, I watched it a while ago, and I re when I rewatched it was when I remember there was a time when you wow, light's gone. Okay, <laughs> there was a time that, he's still um, there. He's still there. Oh, okay. There was a time that you rewatched it back in Ed- when you were living in Edmonton. Yeah. And I think I watched it at your house. I watched some of it. <laughs> and then I started watching some of it at home. And I think I did rewatch some parts of it. I, d- I never really went the whole, like, from the very beginning and watched every episode mm. sequentially to the end. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, most parts of it. Um, and I think I was never really into it so much, but I knew that it was a very good se- series. Mm. So I'd watch... Because it because of, maybe it's because it was a Nickelodeon thing, but I, yeah. I always felt like I could just jump in at any. And this is was co- incorrect, but I always felt like I could just jump in at any time <laughs> and kind of understand what was going on. Exactly. Which to a degree I did, but it was. I did, it didn't grip me the way the same way other anime does. Not that mm. this is an anime, but it didn't really grip me that same way. And p- probably because the only place you could watch it was Nickelodeon, so sometimes you'd watch it, and. Like it would, you'd watch it one day, and then the next day you'd watch it. it won't be the next. It won't be the next episode. Yeah. It will be some random episode. And you're just like, okay, what? What is this? So you don't really have that chance to really, yeah. um, to really like engross yourself in the universe of Avatar. Um, but I did watch it again as a bit older, but I still had that same mentality. So I didn't really, didn't really stick. I remember enjoying the last season and the season just before the last one as well. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think those were the best ones. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The other ones were good, but I think the last Earth, one... Earth and Fire were the, the, were the two best. I, I agree. Yeah. It really yeah. went to that, you know, elite level when they got to those pits. When they get to Basing Stay... Then they're trying to meet the Earth King, and then everything just goes completely like crazy. <laughs> it, you know, it reminds me of um, you're gonna see in Jujutsu Kaisen a certain arc. It mm. reminds me of the arc, like how it's kind of like kind of okay, it's kind of light, and then boom, it just like goes to like another <laughs> level. Um, just goes left in it. Trust me, yeah, those those bits are. But the thing I appreciate is that they didn't just suddenly jump into the action, they kind of built everything slowly from the first book, which is air. Is it? I think the first book is air, second book is water. It's water. I thought it was water. Yeah, you know, yeah, first book is water, second book is is air or something. But yeah, they, they slowly build it up, you know, it's just these kids kind of, they don't really know what to do. They're kind of, kind of seeing how things go and then they get information slowly and then they have to, you know, mature really quick, especially yeah. after the events of the third one. And yeah, yeah, just like how they kind of slowly build up, you know, the character development. So you're invested in them. So that when that moment with Ang happens, you're like, oh, when that moment with Zuko happens, when he has to make a choice mm. between staying, you know, following the helping the Avatar, or you know, like keeping his allegiance with the Fire Kingdom. All of those things you care about it, but um so yeah, they did a pretty good job on that in that. I thought like um Zuko as a character looked so dead in the first two seasons. He looked dead with his partially bald head and his scar across his eye. The guy looked so dead until like he cut his head, then I was just okay now this now he looks he actually looks like a decent character. But before the guy looked dead. <laughs> 
bad. Oh my days. Like I was like, this guy, this is bad character design. <laughs> So it looks right. weird. It's just annoying, isn't it? Just... <laughs> and then you, the first time you see the uncle as well, the uncle's like, who's this bumbling, this old guy? Bro? Yeah, when, he's, when you see him take off his bro, shirt. When he gets wedged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when they say, I, I remember a bit when it's like, do you know why they call me the dragon of the West? And then he drinks the, <laughs> the alcohol and it, it breathes out fire. And you're like, oh, because every time you think, oh, this guy's kind of weak in it. Like you just, yeah. you don't really rate him, but you see little things where, or little hints that people say, oh, this guy was a general. This guy was almost brought down um, the earth, the earth kingdom by himself. Yeah. You know, this sort of thing. So you kind of get hints that, oh yeah, this guy's actually pretty powerful, but he just kind of. The G man. Yeah. When he first like um, deflected the lightning. That's the first time you see him do anything like really, that's really OP. Mm-hmm. In that, like when he nearly gets struck by light, when Zuko nearly gets struck by lightning, and then he just redirects the lightning away. He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Oh snap! This guy isn't just some guy. He's not yeah. some any dude." You know what I mean? This he's actually yeah. legit. And that's the thing about the characters that they actually took time to like be like, "Okay, this is these characters. They, every character has something to add to the story." You see what I mean? It's not just that's why they could take. Ang in certain episodes, Ang wouldn't even be in that episode. He would just be chilling, and there would be an episode about like um, Kotara and um, Zuko, for example. Like those, two, and those were like two episodes, and Ang wasn't in them, and it was still entertaining. Like um, because it helped to just develop the characters even further. All the characters were interesting in their own right, so it wasn't just like the thing about oh, Ang is Ang is this and that, but it was like you could take Ang out of the whole thing, and it could still be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, in certain parts of it. Um, of course, of course, you're following Ang's development in the whole story, but like, um, he didn't need to. It didn't lean on him like as a kind of crutch. That's why, like, if I if when I watch Legend of Korra, even though watching it again, I don't hate it. Um, this it leans too much on Korra. All the characters are forgettable. Um, whereas with mm. Last Airbender, every single character is memorable. Even the characters that that can't airbend, like <laughs> flipping um, what's her name. The one that's the the fangirl. Is it May um, or yeah, is it, or the circus, the one, the or the girl that was in even the circus. circus girl that does the pressure yeah. points, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the other so girl sick. that um, <laughs> the, the other girl that's like um, that comes from the the Kiyoshi the Kiyoshi girl in it when she's oh, in the right, prison um, and she climbs up the whole wall and jumps in everyone's yeah, Suki, head. Suki, Suki, yeah, Suki, Suki yeah, and then yeah. like it's just like right, this girl's got skill, you know. Before she just used fans, it's like oh fans, that's rubbish. But like showing that she got to hold her own against people that could like bend elements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like was really cool to see as well. Um so yeah, that's why that's why I really liked it. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty cool. I, and another thing is they um I like what they did with the avatars as well, because when they fought when originally when they fought Avatar, you're thinking of these holy than thou people that they're kind of perfect. <laughs> but when you actually so see it, especially with Ang you see his backstory and then you see the avatar before him, um, avatar Roku, I think it's Roku, um, Roku. Then you see avatar Kyoshi. And even if you go way back, um, they don't really, I don't think they talk about that much in the series, but Mm. in the books, they talk about another avatar that came from the water tribe. His name was, I think it begins with K like how he was considered a bad avatar. Yeah. But he actually, what he did in the behind the scenes actually helped 
it, it, I mean, it kind of ties into Legend of Korra in terms of like the harmony between mm. um, the spirits and the you know the the spirit world and the the um, the the human world. Mm. But but from the outside, he was seen as a one of the worst avatars. Yeah. But then you see his story when he loses his loved one, and after that, yeah. he just kind of doesn't care anymore about yeah. people. Just he does does what he has to do. Um, but yeah. I like I like that dynamic. If they were to bring Avatar back, they should probably just go back to the previous um Yeah. The older Avatars and stuff and see and see yeah, from their perspective. People want to see those stories as well. Cause mm. um I do like I do like the fact that that some um, time progressed and technology improved. But it's gonna to get to when like with um when the technology it's supposed to be kind of like still kind of old school and they still they have mechs and I'm like um, I'm sorry, but eventually it's going to be a thing of okay, why? What's the point of bending elements when you have so many robots? But um, like I would like to get them to cover. It's such a like wasted property, super wasted. Like the um, we don't. I don't care about a live action version. Like why are you making a live action version? It's I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see a live action version. You see what well, I mean? The creators aren't even in anymore. I think they. Nah. they 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 dropped out of that live action yeah, version as well yeah. because obviously these studios always get in the way of things. Nickelodeon really treats their properties really really badly. Mm. You know, like they they have like really like core fans, but like for some reason they just cancel things. Um, like I was saying with like Rise of um, TMNT was really good, and they just they canceled it. Mm. And it's like, wait, why are you canceling? And people don't want them to cancel it, but they cancel it maybe because of toys or something like that. I mean, Legend of. But what was its rating? I don't know, because with a lot of this stuff, they look at the the. That's what happened with Legend of Korra. Actually, they had to cancel the the reason why it was so short. I was I think it was because of the ratings. Um. Yeah. So they had to just. Really cram free, it was only three seasons. Yeah, I it think was, that yeah, could have been cool. pretty good if they didn't have to cram everything in. Because I actually really liked the villains in Legend of Korra are better than the villains in, um, Last Airbender. I think, especially the first season. Mm-hmm. That, that apart, from, of, apart from the water, apart from the Amon. water trap guy, Amon, that's the worst villain ever. <laughs> well, you don't like Amon? No, not Amon. No, not Amon. The other guy, the the um, guy with the from the water tribe that he's trying to open the portals, and that's 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 the worst. That was the worst tra- chapter. No way. So I haven't watched Legend of Korra in a while, like for good reason. I just I don't think apart from the first season, I don't think I've forgotten his name. Good. The guy that there's a there's a guy that a dark avatar. Oh, that guy! That yeah. was second. Yeah, he was a. I hated him. Oh, he but I'm so talking about the guy before that. Yeah, That's, yeah. Um, the guy that can. Um, the he was the war- He was the warrior. Yeah, he was just trying to kill the avatar basically, and then. Oh, like, oh, um, that guy. Yeah, yeah the airbender. The he, airbender guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the yeah. best. Um, that was like a really good villain. Avatar. Like mm. the villains were a lot more compelling. Whereas with um Air, the last airbender, um, the fire lord was wasn't as compelling. He was a flat character. He, he was, was just, just a, yeah, very flat, like, I want to destroy everything. I want to take over everything. Yeah. It was just like, okay, that's his thing. Whereas, like, but it was the characters that surrounded him, like his daughter. I would have liked to see yeah. more about his daughter and, like, her redemption. Because Luca I didn't her... want a redemption, actually. I, I well, think like... we talked about this before. Um, I wasn't too... I, I didn't care if they if she didn't have, like, a redemption arc. Even though it doesn't really make sense. Like, because, you know... Um, I, <sighs> So you know when Zuko, when um Iroh like Zuko's uncle is captured and then 
he has this long speech about how he's supposed to redeem the family and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird that it's only Izuka that does it and not Azula because you know, it, there's a specific plot twist in that whole thing, like the, in terms of Zuko's, um, Zuko's ancestry. So he's kind of destined to be the one that fixes the family and stuff like that. But it's just weird how he does it, but Azula doesn't. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though. Why it would why it would just be him? Well, not. I mean, if you look at it from the aspect of his sister was is basically a prodigy, mm-hmm. that she's basically was the she was really good at firebending or whatever. A character like that, and the character who is basically the other one who's not the prodigy, but he's he works hard in it. <laughs> <laughs> he works hard, but then through that hard work, you can see that. Um, he can see that he has flawed in other areas as well. Yeah. And he has his uncle to kind of guide him yeah. towards a better path. Whereas if he didn't have that uncle, then he, it's clear that he would be the same as probably his sister. Yeah, And I think that's the reason why he would have a redemption arc, just mainly because he has another, an outside influence um, that is pushing him towards you. Like pride isn't everything, as in, not even pride, as in your, it's more so about doing the right thing rather than, just yeah. doing things for your father's approval whereas she always had her father's approval so it makes sense that she like she doesn't need to do anything else she's good at what she does she doesn't have she only has her like there's no outside influence showing her that she should be a good person whereas yeah. for the other guy there is that's and that's why i think that makes a lot more sense Mm. than if they made her like because who would be the outside influence that will make her be good and if they show it in such a like short space of time where they have if it's like one season that she has someone next to her it will just be it won't be as authentic because we know that zuko has been with his uncle from the from the beginning yeah Mm. yeah that's 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 a very good point actually yeah Yeah, they gave they gave a hint as to like the reason why azula is like that um remember the mother basically yeah something like that like basically she spent oh she was actually trying to impress her mom or something like that but her mom never really gave her any kind of attention where as much as she gave zuko so she kind of acted out in the way she does so it kind of makes her a bit more like human like she's not completely like evil it's just like it's just the environment she was brought up in yes um and that's why when she cracks because she like it didn't matter. None of the stuff that she did matters because <laughs> all her friends left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she kind of turned on them. Uh, 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 you can see the kind of break, especially after... When did she really start breaking? I think it was after her, her father... Um, I, I can't remember. Something happened with her father and then... It's when the darts girl, the girl with the with the spikes... With the, oh, yeah, betrayed... Oh, that. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, she, she betrayed her because she was trying to kill Zuko and she stopped her from doing it. Yeah. Then after that, she kind of said, oh, even my best friends betrayed me. Yeah. And then she just starts going off the rails. And then her mind snaps. Yeah, she actually <laughs> does go insane at the end, unfortunately. That's man. Um, That's yeah. a sick fight, though. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a sick fight. I think it, I, I like what's kind of what Tego was alluding to. Is like, you kind of see, this is how Zuko would have ended up if he didn't have his uncle, you know, by his side advising him. Yeah. So that's Zuko with Iroh. And Zuko without Iroh would have ended up being Azula. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of them ones. I think what I would like to see is like, um, rather than, well, I, do, I would like to new, see a new series, but I would like them to expand the world more. 
Mm. You know, like do maybe short, like really short episode, like maybe like a series exploring the different kind of um, areas. So like the white Lotus, the red Lotus, where it came from and stuff like that. Um, where, because Zuko was like, where's my mom? And then we don't, we never find out. We have to read the books or we have to read the comics. Yeah. You have to read the books to find out. Um, you know, or like there's like Kiyoshi, how she was like, actually really like cutthroat. Like she found it better. Sometimes it was much, she didn't actually mind killing people if she had to. Mm-hmm. She was hard. She was not a pacifist. Whereas Angus is, is a complete pacifist. But like, yeah, because he was raised as like, a monk. Basically. Yeah, if you're causing yeah. trouble, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you in it. So it would, be, it would have been seen, easy to see. I'm interested to see like just little aspects of that. You know how they did with like, for example, with Animatrix, where it expands the world a bit, a yeah. lot more. Like that would be quite interesting to see. But I would also like to see like you know another Avatar because they did. I would like them to go through the different tribes. You know, because we got we got air and we got water, and I guess that was probably their plan to go through different tribes. But Nickelodeon, <laughs> Nickelodeon <laughs> dropped it. I, I have a feeling that maybe in the next five ten years, I think Avatar will probably come back in. I think they'll just pick maybe Netflix will pick it up and make like a darker version of Avatar. You know, yeah. But who knows? Maybe there'll be oh, some sort of a spiritual successor because um, you know how they have Dragon Prince. Yeah, which is essentially you know you I can see like the Prince. yeah I like Dragon Prince. I don't know if it's coming back. The next season's coming back this year or next year, but mm. you can see how it, it it takes things from the world of Avatar and kind of brings it in there. You can see the similarities. Yeah, but hopefully they bring back Avatar. You never know, man. They brought they brought back Samurai Jack, you know. So yeah, I know <laughs> that what, what was it fifteen years? <laughs> yeah. You know, even though it was it was it was a completely different turn, it was so dark. That thing was um, was showing the blood and everything. I was like, wow, oh, this yeah, is I was a, like, yeah, it's different weird, samurai it? jack. It's like grown, grown samurai jack. It was bare dark, you know, bare depressing <laughs> so at some points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they ha- at least they has the ending that you know yeah. the author the creator yeah. wanted. Even though yeah. I didn't really like the ending that much, but I was like, I was happy to see so. Samurai Jack back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he had his ending. Just that's his his arc over. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So maybe who knows? They might they might they be like you know what? Like let's do some Netflix like a short Netflix series or something like that. I'll be fine with that. Maybe yeah, just that series. Um, yeah, but that's if they do it well, though. <laughs> that's if they do it well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they need to have one. They have to have the creators in there to have full yeah. creative control. Of the series yeah. and stuff, uh, but I don't want a live action man. This live action. I don't, I don't care just... about a live action version. Like, you yeah. see, I've been watching, being on Netflix. I'm missing some weird stuff like live action. I saw this thing called what's it? What's it called? Winks, Wicks, Winks, Winks Chronicles or something. I don't know. I don't I've been heard of that because, yeah. like, apparently there's this thing called Winks, and they're like fairies, and it used to be a cartoon like for for girls, like a girls' cartoon where these girls like they're fairies and stuff. And they've put like a version of it on Netflix that's like more like adult, and and it's, they're just trying to do like you know how they they did with Titans, um, that they did live action like DC superhero stuff. They're doing that with like random properties, so they they did that with I don't know what it's called Winks or something Winks Chronicles. Boy, it looks dead. And then um, they are doing a live action Powerpuff Girls, but they're older. They're like in their late you teens. Never, you never know. It could work. And I mean, Witcher work, turned bro. out well. Dead. Witcher wasn't a witch. 
which has turned out good because it was like it's it started off as a, to be fair, I haven't even watched Witcher to be fair. Which is good. But like but it's it was a game and they probably used the like source material a lot better. You can't really do that with a cartoon and then make it dark. It doesn't <laughs> work. It's, it's very weird, bro. If you if you're gonna keep the same tone, then possibly, but it doesn't like with the thing with which is already like which is already like 3D and it, the game already is, looks is supposed to look realistic, whereas you're gonna take Powerpuff Girls where they don't even have fingers <laughs> and they've actually made a point to say that they don't have fingers. They're gonna take that and then make it live action. And then make it darker. Yeah, just make something completely different. You don't have to use that IP or something for it. Uh, live action. And that's how they remember. That's that's how they ruined Bosco. Um, they did remember when they did that. They they've done a Full Metal Alchemist live action. They've done the yeah. Bleach live action. They've Still done, done Death Note. Death Note, and they've, they've done flopped. They've done, they've done Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. It says um, they just can't. They can't get it right. It's something yeah. about anime that. They just can't. They can't transfer over to live action. You, of course, you can't transfer over. Look at the stuff that you're there doing. In it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, doesn't trans- of- it doesn't transfer over as well because just like <laughs> I feel, and this is the, another thing with like when we talk about um, dubs and subs, I feel like things just don't transfer over well when you're not. When you're looking at, like in in anime, you're seeing them the way they're animated. Even just with the way they're talking, they use all this like emotion in their in their action and everything. You can't translate that over to live action well. And that's why I can, I think like they tried to do it with Death Note by making it an American version. It's just like no, it do- doesn't work. It works there because that's how mm. that's part of their their culture is aligned a certain way. Well, Death Note. You try and add it here. Easy to, as in, like in terms it of it should have been easy. Been easy to do, but they, how do you ruin something called Death Note? This guy's writing in a notebook, and you ruin it. How do you? It's ruin a thriller. It? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not even. I don't know, man. Like it's like Monster. And, and how do you ruin Monster? Like I don't know. Like I don't know if if they ever do a live action for Monster, it's very difficult to make. How can it's because it's basically like Seven. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if you watch the film Seven, but. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, I found this description for this thing. It said, okay, Powerpuff Girls is about, um, according to Variety, the proposed series will see the trio of superpowered sisters as disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fighting. <laughs> who knows? That's, who knows? That's, that's, that sounds so bad. You never know. <laughs> that just sounds bad. You, know, you never know, Did man. You, I've heard worse, it looks like... worse plot lines actually ended up being pretty decent. No, that, that's not going to be decent. They should just stop it. And Netflix, <laughs> no, no, negative, any, <laughs> no, Netflix don't have any like form of quality control as well. Like they will just release anything, whether it's good or if it's bad, they, they will just release it. it. Doesn't matter. And that's that's another issue that I think happens when you have like a subscription type service is that your quality could, because you have to keep on produce churning out content. Like your quality control just goes out the window. It's hit, it's hit and miss. It's either it, yeah. But it's mostly misses though. That's the thing. <laughs> there's so many. If you go through Netflix, the Netflix library, there's so much stuff. Yeah, we can talk about the good ones like Lupin and Flipping um, Witcher and that. But those are like few and far between. There's they're the ones that make it to the front page. If you go through the back pages of Netflix, there's so much content and it's all crap. It's <laughs> all rubbish. 
just go to the Nollywood section. <laughs> the, but that's what I'm saying. There's, they have so much. They have so much content, but a lot of it is bad. A lot of it is bad. But because people are still paying their subscriptions, you're, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Imagine, like, um, imagine watching, like, a remake of, like, Dexter's Lab, but he's grown up now. I thought they hinted that one time They were going to do a live action of Dexter's Laboratory uh, I mean uh, they did one for Scooby-Doo I was like oh You just know it's going to be bad You look at the trailer like nah this is going to be terrible <laughs> They did remember that. Sonic the Hedgehog as well oh. You know what I never actually watched Sonic the Hedgehog Was it any good? Because they've done, they've done it, the it, wasn't good. it wasn't good It was just it a was. normal kids It was possible Yeah kids film Yeah Okay. It was just not. I see this as the thing, yeah. With with films like that, they always find a way to put a human in it and try and make it like. <laughs> so and it's just like he could have done all of this without the there being any like other character, but that's what they always do when it comes to films like this. They have to add a human counterpart to balance out something. To me, it was just stupid anyway, but. It is what it is, and then um, there's there's a sequel coming out as well. I think Knuckles is going to be in it. That's yeah, yeah, I think. It, well, Tails is definitely going to be in it. Tails was in the yeah because Tails was in the end British, yeah. yeah. Um, so I wanted to bounce off that what we were talking about. Speaking of which, um, the stuff that I put in the group, how HBO has ordered like um some more animated series, um, and one of them is uh Velma, um Velma from yeah, so I heard about that. Um. She's getting her own animated series, but it's like adult animated series. It's not. It's yeah. So that'll be very interesting to see. Um, and they've renewed. So like, but why? I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe to see. You know what? Like with with animations, I'm quite open minded because like I when I watched Star Trek um, Lower Decks, I really enjoyed Star Trek Lower Decks. Like that thing is a really good series. It's not like one of those things where they just do it for no for fun. For like a really bad animation is Hoops. I don't, have you seen Hoops on Netflix? Mm. Don't watch it. It's crap. It's just like some people that are trying to do adult animation, but it's not actually funny. They just throw loads of swear words and dirty jokes in there. And that's not what makes things funny. Whereas Rick and Morty is dirty, but there's like, they look, the script writing is good. You can see, uh, yeah, I can see the appeal, even though I'm not a fan yeah. of those kind of adult series, but I can see yeah. why people like it. So like, as if it's written well, so like if Velma is written well, um, as an animation, as adult animation, I'll watch it. But like, I, I didn't. I never. I just don't see that. the point. I just don't see the point. Like, why? I feel like people keep on taking IPs that are already there and taking aspects. I think it's a cheap way to get publicity. Mm. Like Scooby Doo is a ch- children's show. Like you, it's like it's like what if? This, can you imagine? And I'm not sure if they've done this or not. But if Disney decided, you know, we're going to make a, a adult version of Mickey Mouse. I know they've done that with Hello Kitty in Japan, but and <laughs> but just imagine they they said okay we're going to make a an adult version. Like who is that? To, who is that going to appeal to? Kids. What I I, I don't no no but who's who who's the adult version of I mean, Mickey Mouse? It's, it's the people that grew up with it now grown up. So for example, um, Ducktales, the new the latest Ducktales, it's 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 primarily targeted at like kids, mm-hmm. but. The way it's done, the script writing and stuff, you can see that actually, like they've put stuff for adults in there as well. It's very, it's like a mixed bag. So, like you know, well, how that's what you... they've done with. That's how Dexter's Lab is done. 
that's how a lot of I think it was that era when Dexter's Lab came out and you get all those other cartoons. Yeah. You know, there was a whole thing with cartoon cartoons. That's what they called that yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. where it had like Johnny Bravo and all of that. That was that whole era of stuff. They the way that they wrote it, the way they wrote it was so that it can appeal to both adults and children. That's yeah. why it was successful. Yeah. And um and then what's it called? Who was it? I think it was Seth MacFarlane also came, like the person who does Family Guy yeah. also worked on Dexter's worked Lab and Lab, yeah. and all of those stuff. Oh, right, but that's right. why that was all appealing because it mm. had those things for it but then just making Velma and then just having okay this is Scooby-Doo she was in Scooby-Doo which is a children's program now we're going to just go explore her life as an adult for adults to me it just seems a bit cheap mm. I mean I, I don't know it depends I, how you do me, it that it's, just it's, seems cheap it's hard to why can't they make it why can't they just make it the same way they would have done like um Dexter's Lab, for instance, where it's for children as well, but if you can, there's adults and there's adult, um, adult themes, entertainment think, value yeah. in it as well. I think that's what they've been doing with the Scooby Doo series. I think. Have you seen Ultra? Yeah, which one? Ultra, Ultra Instinct Shaggy. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh yeah, Shaggy's just ridiculously strong. I remember they were trying to do a comparison between him and Ed in Ed and Eddie, because Ed just does things where you like, raw like the whole house. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll say, "Oh, Ed versus Hulk, who's strong?" <laughs> nah, Ed was a mad one. I, I love it. I love Ed and Eddie. Ah, it's, it's good, man. I used to love that as well. That was such I a weird it. program. I was just like watching it. Too. Like, why does everything look like it's moving? And it's not. It's, it's supposed to be a still image. <laughs> Was it. It. Bro, they, like, put me, they put me on jawbreakers, bro. That's how, that's, <laughs> yeah. how, that's how legendary they was. I just wanted to get jawbreaker because I saw an edit in it. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine they do a new edit in Eddie when they're growing up. <laughs> nah, see, nah, I could see them doing was... something dumb like making a live action of Eddie and Eddie. Just be like, nah, oh, nah they can't. No, no, no. That would be so dead. It's basically super bad. I don't know, man, but <laughs> yeah. know, I'm not looking nah, at I, I didn't, to be honest, That's I never liked super bad when I first watched it. I think oh, I, really like I it. thought it was interesting, but I thought it was funny, but it's, it's a lot of um, middle-class humor. Yeah. Like it's not, it's for us as, as English people, like for not English, as us as Brits, I'm watching it. Like I understand this, but it's not really, I didn't find it that, that yeah. I, I, I thought I liked American Pie. I thought American Pie was very funny. I still uh, haven't watched it. But super bad. Have you ever watched American Pie? I don't think I'd I even can't watch it. it. I can't watch it today. And I like if I watch American Pie today, I'll just find it very, very stupid. Um, it's, that's it's the thing. When we were watching time. it, when we would have watched it, like would have been when we were under the age to watch it, but yeah. we watched it anyway. Yeah. Mm. But then that's what would have been what we found funny about it, because they're making a lot of like toilet humor and it's just like, ha ha ha, that's funny. Yeah. I can't watch that as an adult and then be like, oh yeah, this is funny. Or this is interesting in any way. Because this is not mm. <laughs> I see yeah for the time I was like, yeah, I can see American Pie. Maybe because I watched Super Bad that uh, really late on and I was like, oh this kind of when, not I a fan it. of it. <laughs> But yeah, hmm. yeah, live action versions of cartoons they don't tend to work very well, man. Except yeah. For, yeah, I can't even think of any really. And I'm not, I don't want to cheat and say Batman, Superman, or because they were <laughs> comic book, they were originally comics, innit? They weren't, they weren't originally cartoons. I think, um, don't like the live action movie that I thought was all right was the Kingdom one. 
but again, that's from coming from a manga then rather yeah. than a... Mm. Well, they, couldn't, they couldn't even get the anime right. <laughs> the bloody <yeah>, live action. <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you flop the anime of Kingdom? I don't even... Oh, mate. Yeah. I remember you said it before that it's, it actually is still ongoing. Such um, a good manga. What the... Is it still the, an- the, the anime? Yeah. The anime's still going. It was in 3D. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's in 3D, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. So, lazy. <laughs> Go get Mappa to, to animate. Don't get... Don't do it in 3D, bro. Money, we saw it? how it was with Berserk. How bad Berserk was. <laughs> you know, King and Ashura was stupid as well, but I... I yeah, I don't know. Well, I sound like anime, a hypocrite. I was surprised because I was I looked at it. I was like, "Hang on, Asher in 3D." Ah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna ruin. I was it. so but disappointed. I was like, Why are you gonna? I was like, you know what? Yeah. The animation was actually decent. Uh, it, yeah, it, 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 even though it was kind of dumb. I mean, back it was even super dumb. Good. Oh my god, the manga is sick. <laughs> Do you read it? What King and Ashura. I heard it's yeah, really good. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't so, yeah, no, it's, it's really good. It's good. It's very good. It's good. But I'm reading, but what, like, I can't really do deal with 3D anime. I just feel like it just comes off really cheap. Even yeah. if the animation is really good, it's just like, uh, it would, the, the man's trying to save money. If it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of course, of course. But even when I watch, like, even Attack on Titan, sometimes they show, like, 3D scenes. I'm like, ah, uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> Same for um, flipping um, Dragon Ball Z Broly as well. There's certain parts that are See, 3D. And it said it awesome. That's what I said. I still I liked it, bro. Before, I can't yeah. lie. I liked it. You said, said it, and I was. I remember arguing. I argued against <laughs> yeah. it because I still thought the three D bits were. I thought it was. Really well done. It was all right, but I'm not saying it was three D. I didn't mind. I'm not saying that the film was bad. It was. I'm not saying the film was bad, but I thought like you know when you when you're doing a film and then you have so many different animation styles in one like part in in, in one film having different animation styles. Just comes across like okay, yeah, we're just going to get all these different studios, and they're all going to have their <laughs> time to shine. And it just came across as cheap. Do you remember, in fact, do you remember the um, remember Bleach, the manga, mm. when um, the last fight with Aizen, where I remember it was my friend Simon said the guy literally you could tell he was just putting together all of his concept art that he had. <laughs> yeah, he just thought let me just throw them all all in and just see. He just kept on transforming <laughs> to different things that made no sense, and. You could just see that the guy was just throwing in all of his ideas, and that's mm. that's what it felt for me when I was watching Dragon Ball Z. I was like, "Yeah, this is cool, but it is a bit too many, too much different <laughs> styles in one thing. It just didn't come across as consistent." But it was all done at a, at high. It was all high quality stuff. Yeah, just that it was all it was just inconsistent for you me. You just and don't like you don't like two and a half D stuff, man. I just don't, I don't think you do. Because you, I think yeah, you, some of, some of you'll the say fight, the same yeah. thing about Street Fighter. Like Street Fighter 4, they have 2D elements, but then they do some 3D bits as well, especially with, like, with the supers and stuff. And I know you, you said before you didn't like you didn't like the whole 2.5D stuff. It's not so much like, like, like let's say um, Smash Brothers is like, is 3D, but on a 2D plane. I don't really mind something like that. But I don't know, Street Fighter, maybe because I'm, I like... I really enjoyed the 2D art of Street Fighter, especially when it came to like Third Strike. I really enjoyed the the 2D art style for it. So maybe that's my that was my beef. Because when it got to like um Street Fighter 4, the characters' proportions just looked a bit weird as well. Yeah, the, like the, reused muscle like structure, it just looked it just didn't look natural. It, was, like the, it looked the, like back. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the muscles and stuff just looked like ridiculous, like they're always tensing. 
Like, mm-hmm. like it just didn't seem, it didn't look natural, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, that's the art style. It's, it's, it's a game. It's not supposed to, not everything's supposed to look I natural. I mean, they improved that in Street Fighter 5, though, I think. They Probably. Won't, you, you but know, everyone just it's... looks big. Everyone just mm. looks big. Like, there's no, like, difference between, like, there's no slender characters. Everyone just looks wham. Whether you're a boy or a girl, <laughs> wedge. I mean, but to be fair, that's that is. I guess that's more realistic in real life because obviously, if you're a female fighter and you're trying to fight man, you're not going to go there looking slender. You're going to be kind you're of going to have to be at your physical peak to compete with a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I get that, but I just didn't like the the art style of that. And two and a half D. I mean, it it can work. It's just I prefer I prefer certain art, art styles, and I just be consistent with it. I hate things where you're play your it's 2D one second and then it just goes into 3D randomly and just like what where did that come except for, from? Except for Digimon. <laughs> in fact, I, did. Yeah, I, in in Digimon, yeah, I I saw I watched that as a child in it, so I didn't really have much of a opinion. When I'm watching it, I'm just like, oh, it's a cartoon. Let me just enjoy it for what it was. I, if I was watching now, I'm gonna. I'll it, would it, it would look silly. It would look kind of silly. I can't lie. But back then, <laughs> what? Yeah, when the when It'll the music starts playing <laughs> and it goes, Agumon, Hyper Digivolve 2, I used to see. <laughs> it was so sick. Those, those bits gas, alone. Bro. Yeah. Go gas. <laughs> oh, <I'm back>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, let's move on to recommendations and, and round up, really. Have you guys okay. got any anything? I've, I've got one. Go on, then. Uh, yeah, you can just must watch sweets sweet beautiful Chef's kiss bruv it's like i've never i've never enjoyed a manga in a while like this since Ner- maybe naruto and bleach yeah yeah like, it feels like that big to me in terms of the characters their names are too complicated spe- though bruv i don't I, I don't remember who they're talking about when they mention characters i call them by their <laughs> last names it reminds me of my hero academia it's i just say I, the there's so many man. character names yeah i just use that i use their last names what's happening with uh, my hero academia you guys don't talk about it much anymore. It's um, they just finished an arc. I'm not. Yeah, they finished the they finished the arc. Well, I'm not that. That arc was tense, though, bro. It was, yeah. Oh was my tense, gosh! Yeah. I mean, I'm still. I'm characters gonna, I'm get reading, slapped up, bro. I'm reading. Yeah, what's characters it die and everything. Jiu-Jitsu. I'm reading Jujutsu Kaisen, but I've started reading yeah. it. Yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, in terms of like um. Oh, but the, the the feeling of both of them are very kind of different, but well, they both had similar. In terms of the arcs, like the the stakes were like super high. People just get yeah. <laughs> but for me, but for me, the arc in Jujutsu Kaisen gripped me so much cool. more than it did of My Hero. Yeah, My Hero yeah. is a bit. My Hero follows more of a structure, a typical shonen structure where you have like the upper class people, which Jujutsu Kaisen has as well. But mm-hmm. um, My Hero is like okay, train, fight, train, fight, train, fight. Well, it's the pacing isn't like long. Remember when you watch it, you were reading Naruto and he was training for ages. Well, with like Maria Academia, he's not really training for that long. Um, but with Jujutsu Kaisen, you could be it's like we're training and oh my god, someone might die. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's just a lot could... more bro. Mm. And, so, and the thing they did for me as well was like the power levels. They've mm. they've done the scaling very well. Like yeah. you, you know, I told you about one of the villains who I thought, oh, this guy's a scrub, man. He's just getting yeah. he just get body. <laughs> And then when you're reading it and then they say they thought that, that the guy that they just beat was bad. This mm. guy is a whole nother level. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A whole nother level. 
and you're like, this guy, this guy just got bodied by think what's his face <laughs> fifty chapters ago, and boy. He was just one shot in man. I was like, well, my, my my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my god, like this guy's actually legit. Yeah. I thought he was rubbish, and like I just like like the way they did it with yeah. um with Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. But my hero isn't bad, but I don't I don't think it's. I like my like hero B, like, B C tier. At the moment, it's kind of a, in a quiet pit stage where it's just like okay, like they just finished a kind of some kind of arc, and it's going to be like some unpacking of it. So like, there's not that anticipation to read it at the moment. Um, with Jujutsu Kaisen, but it's a bit weird because with Jujutsu Kaisen, I, I might forget to read it, and then I'll I'll read like three chapters at once. Mm. Um, whereas with My Hero Academia, because I've been reading it for much longer, I'm I'll be more um, meticulous in my reading of it. I'll, when it comes out, I'll read it straight away. Like One Piece, I'll yeah. read it straight away. Um, do you know what they need to do? They need to make a uh, anime for Jagan. Oh yeah, uh, Tega, you've t- you've taken my recommendation. <laughs> What's, I've never seen I've watched Dragon. Dragon, yeah. Do you know what is it starts off really weird, then it gets it to like it, it's a weird banger that it, it reaches like like it has different arcs, but the climaxes always feel like it's gonna be the end of the manga or something. Mm. And then it just continues from there. <laughs> and it just has some like generally a lot of the story points are a lot of the plot points are quite similar, but it's very interesting. And I think there's a the way that they release is very the way the guy releases it or the the people who scat who do the translations is very irregular. So I feel like that plays a part into the way people will read it. Yeah, but it's it's a. Uh, I don't want to. I, I don't really really want to review it and then start giving off plot points. So I yeah. just say read it and then yeah, it's weird though, see but it's it's good. It's weird, but it 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 picks up. It picks up, and you're just like, oh, okay, and it's it's a healthy like it's because it's, it's signing isn't it yeah i wouldn't call it a shonen mm. yeah it's, it's a signing so it is it's quite interesting yeah, it started in apparently 2017 only 11 volumes so i can easily pick that up yeah it's it's, yeah, it's, it's easy it's, read yeah because right yeah. now i'm reading sunken rock so it's such a good day yeah, that's another yeah. good one <laughs> i want to read that hey, have you seen he's been doing what's it called that same guy he's been making he's been doing like the one piece novel yeah for ace making yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love his art so much. Like his, <laughs> his drawings of that he's done of um, Whitebeard and of Shanks, they look so, like I'm watching. I'm like, wow, this is this is really good. Yeah, he's a really good artist. His stuff is really. Good. I want to see how he does Garp. I want to see if he does Garp and if he does Gold Roger mm. or Goldie Roger or however you want to. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, I've got a recommendation. It's called Black Joke. Um, Black Joke is about um, basically it's it's kind of a gangster. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's like a gangster um, manga. Um, it's about this guy. They they basically work in a hotel. Um, I think they work in a hotel, and there's a this casino kind of thing, and um, it's got a lot of action in there. It's got some weird characters though. It's got a character that's like in a wheelchair, but he can kill everyone. <laughs> he has a, he looks like his wheelchair is like Professor X's um, floating wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like some guy that um, he's the bodyguard of the main character, um, who like can do all these different kind of martial arts and stuff like that. The main character is just really smart. I think as far as I can remember, he's really smart. I don't think he does any kind of action per se, 
Um, but yeah, it's really good if you're into like this kind of like action slash crime kind of things. Really cool. It's very over the top though. Like, like this bodyguard guy is wedge. It's wedge, but he he's drawn in a way that he looks really friendly. But like he's really violent. Like he's messed up. He's after the head, bro. Um, but it's got really like compelling characters. Um, some messed up characters though. <laughs> Right, but cool. it's really good it's, um, it's only got 50 chapters there's probably way more but they haven't translated it but yeah, it's only 9 chapters. volumes yeah it's good the drawings are really good um, and yeah it's signing as well so okay cool yeah that's my recommendation Black Yoke sick mine is to rewatch Planet of the Apes the trilogy <laughs> <laughs> well the original or the um no, no, not the one with um, the modding. Mm. Mm. I've never watched the first one. I've watched, I think I've watched all the three. The third one, do you know what? The third one, oh my days. <laughs> third one's the best one, in my opinion. I know there's a lot of culinary. Um, you said, yeah, that's the <laughs> what the hell just happened. <laughs> no, not yet. I'm, I'm coming now. I'll be done. He's talking to his mama. Your mama yeah. calling you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> the the. The third film, very um, there's a, there's a lot of cooning going on because you you see some of the again I'm gonna reveal some plot points, but there's some of the apes who are working with the humans. Yeah, you can tell from the trailers anyway. The apes. Yeah, and obviously, like you'd be watching it just like ah, oh, this <laughs> this the third one. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Was, I didn't, uh, yeah, I remember the third one. I never watched the third one. Yeah, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I, I didn't I, like the villain. I, I found him a bit. Yeah. I didn't like the villain. I mean, he's just dead. He's just like generic. He's just generic villain. There was nothing to him. Yeah, there was nothing to him. But him. then when he, at the end, like not the end, when he, um, he's 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 not. I don't know how to pick. I don't really want to spoil it, even though yeah. it's an old film. But it's um, I didn't like him, but at the same time, I don't think he's very generic. I think he is generic, but I don't think he's that generic, right? Because he up has, until like, the end, points. like I know the point you're talking about when they they bring his, you know. But after I, I, I just feel that they just threw that in there to try and make us feel sympathetic towards him. Yeah, but then he was also just like when he did talk about he 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 gives like a little talk on his backstory which is you just find out that the guy is he's kind of he's just crazy in it mm. and he just happens to have a lot of he happens to be a military captain and you find out that it's not even like <laughs> i'll probably watch it it's hmm? i'm gonna put it up let me not say what i'm gonna do but yeah <laughs> if you want to watch it let me know <laughs> okay. uh, but it's it's it's, it's i was i was watching trilogy because uh, it's when I originally watched it, obviously I watched the first film, the second one, and the third one, but I watched them in the cinema. So there was always like a space of maybe one or two or three years between watching each of them. When I watched them all together and I'm seeing like, you're seeing the the lead up and everything. It's very good. It's done. I think it's for me, one of the best, one of my best trilogies of film. And it's very, um, it's very captivating. Like you're watching Caesar and you're just like, right, this man, like I wanted to follow him as a human. I'm thinking, right, like this guy is very charismatic. He's a he's a very good leader. And then you're just seeing the apes. You're watching the apes, and and I, I was like, 
I was talking to my girlfriend and I was just like, this film could actually just be about humans. Like from the second film and the third film, more so the third film, if they made it just about humans and not apes, like you can still see, like it's, it has a lot of similarities right. to real life. Anyway, I'd say you can watch it. Yeah, I remember I'll, the first I'll, one. I'll, I really like the first one. First one was uh, when he said no, no when he spoke. Yeah, that was, was a, like, but watching the cinema and everybody just like yeah, everyone yeah, was like oh. so speechless. I, remember, no I was saw that coming. <laughs> I was doing gun fingers. I was so gasped when I was, when he said no, and then like because remember what he says is like oh, get your dirty hands off me, you damn dirty ape yeah, or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's a callback to like the old films. Yeah, but when he says it, like people in the cinema were like. They were laughing because they're like, oh, that's what he says in the first one. And then when Caesar says no, everyone's just like, oh, everyone just kept quiet. Everyone was yeah. just like, everyone's speechless. Like, you, you, you can hear the gasps in the, the gasps in the cinema because no one saw it coming. Like, no one saw that coming. That, like, one of the best, like, well, was well directed that bit. Yeah. It's, it's funny how, like, by the third film, like, Caesar is just speaks fluent in, <laughs> but it's, 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 a, it's a good film, man. And the the ending of three was the, the three for me was probably was the best one, but all of them are very like emotion. They can be emotionally charged. Three hours, I, I cried, bro. <laughs> a tear, a single tear came. A thug tear came out. Yeah, <laughs> it was made of flames. <laughs> it was Mangeki Sharingan. But yeah, if you want to watch it, like let me know. Okay, and I'll you will you will I'll supply you with It's the best way to watch it. The legal way, of course. Of course, yes. Of course, yes. <laughs> on that note, thanks for listening, guys. Um, hashtag Loading Time Pod on Twitter. Um, and use um, we're Loading Time Pod on all, all, all platforms. Um, this, this episode comes out on Wednesday, but come out every two weeks. And if you have any uh, suggestions or uh, comments to make, um, give us a shout. And yeah, um, until next time. Have a good couple of weeks. Yep. Peace. Bye. Peace.